What's up, everybody? It's me, you know, Jay Jr. So excited that you tuned in today um, to The Drive Project, where we talk, of course, about, you know, passion, purpose, and possibility. And I'm so excited because this, for me is like a dream and I will share a little bit about it of course but I want to introduce somebody so awesome so amazing <laughs> and her name is Jordan Wilkerson she's a meteorologist yeah, thank you so much <laughs> that was a great introduction oh my gosh well let me just give you a little bit of history with me so okay. when I when I was probably about 10 years old mm-hmm. the only channel I watched was the weather channel oh interesting so this for me is like everything yeah <laughs> Yes. <laughs> because that's all I watched. And it was kind of like symbolic because, I don't know, the weather reminded me of like ups and downs in life. Right. But yet and still, you knew sun was going to come mm-hmm. above the clouds. There's always It's always sunny. Right. And then I loved just watching the anchors out there. And then even when they chase tornadoes. Yes, that was like, my favorite. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That was like, I mean, maybe one day, even though I'm not a meteorologist, but I'll just get out there and film and Same. run. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> and I wanted to when I was 18. Um, well, I graduated early. I was 17 years old, graduated okay. with a 3.7. Oh, awesome. And I wanted to go to Florida University to study for hurricanes oh. and stuff. And then life took a t- life took a turn. As it does. And I didn't get to do that. But it's okay because I feel like God always puts people in your life to like yes. relive those moments. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yes. And obviously you're in the right place <laughs> where you should be because you're excelling. Gosh, as well. thank you so much. So that's like, <laughs> Like, to me, you sitting here is like oh my the Weather Channel is sitting with me, okay, and I'm just it. like, this is just legit. <laughs> I love it. So, love it so just give a little bit of history. I know you're from the Tampa Bay area, right? Clearwater, Florida. Okay, born and raised. Um, my husband, I met him in Florida, and uh, he's from there as well. But he was already in the military when we met, wow. and so he got moved out here. We this is before we were married. We just right. were friends and everything like that. And then we uh, got married, and I moved across country, and um, I hadn't finished school yet, so I finished it out here, actually, at UW Tacoma. Wow. And I actually have a communications degree, oh, not okay. um, meteorology degrees, but I'm working on that currently. Right. I love that, through though. Mississippi State. Wow. So technically, I'm a weather anchor right now, but in a year, <laughs> so May of 2019, I should have everything done and wow. I would be a meteorologist. But the reason why things kind of took a turn and like you said, life yeah. gets in the way. Um, I lived with my dad and when I was 20 years old, um, he committed suicide oh and he gosh. had lost his job and I didn't really see the signs because he was never, he never seemed like he would do something like that. But I mean, that happens to was all people Was he like happy or just like, like what, um, as far as like with you? He was upset obviously about losing his job, but and I was wow. I was 20, so I had two jobs. I right. was going to school. I was in and out of the house a lot. And so I just, obviously, I knew he was upset, and he was starting to kind of, like, drink a little bit more okay. than usual. But, like, I just didn't think that. It was going to go down Yeah, there. I didn't think he would do that. Because, and honestly, and just being, since we're open and honest yeah. about everything, he, he didn't really believe in much in terms okay. of where you go when you die. Right, right. So. He said, I don't want to, like, this is before this all happened, but he was like, I don't want to die and just rot in the ground. So, like, to me, it's like, well, if you don't, then why would you, if if that's what you think is going to happen, then why would you put yourself in that situation? So, I think he was just not in his right mind because he was sad and drinking and just, and it just happened. And that's, and it sucks because, you know, we 
show all these stories about all these celebrities right. who are do, going through the same type of thing. Exactly. And you think, oh, somebody who has everything, yeah. how could they do that? And so what's really interesting, actually, is two days before that happened, the local meteorologist in Tampa that I shadowed and followed, he was my idol. I'd right. met him several times. He did the same thing on Thursday, and my dad did it on Saturday. <gasps> so it, And he I, apparently he, he even brought that up. Um, if John Winter can do it, so can I. And then he did it like split no. decision. Yeah, his girlfriend was in the room. It was really bad. So Gosh. How did I, I haven't really told a lot of people that. No, thank you so much for feeling comfortable to uh, share. Yeah, that. it's been eleven years. So I mean, I can talk about it. And 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 if like you said, if anyone can benefit from something right. that I say, then you know what I guess. Looking back at it, what I would say is, you know, I wish I. I guess I would have been like, are you okay? You know, I just didn't ever think that I needed to ask that question. How did that affect you as, as like, I mean, it's like going back. Like thinking like the what thinking ifs and like, all that? like what if like, gosh. Yeah, I mean, for a while I did think, okay, so I was a cocktail server at night at okay. a club, at a bar. Um, and while I was going to school and then during the day I was a receptionist at a hair salon. And so that night I got home at 4am, you know, I'm right. counting my tips and I was yeah. all happy cause I made decent money that night. And it was like four o'clock in the morning and it happened at like six o'clock in the morning. So I did think to myself like, man, if I would have just knocked on his door and said, Hey, I'm home. But I was like, it's so late. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know? And I didn't hear anything like them oh. that they were awake or anything, but apparently they were arguing up all arguing all night. So Anyway, yeah, it's just crazy. It's like a, it was like a movie, but I, I've learned to, you know, you can't do the what ifs because no. you'll drive yourself crazy. Exactly. And I mean, really, if I would have knocked on the door, if he was, you know, not still in his right mind because he was drinking or something, like he that could have been in and out of the in and right. out, and then he would have still done it or something. I don't know. So, did that make you tough? I think so. I think it definitely made me stronger. I can feel that. Like you feel yeah. like you, you're strong. And you know what? I, I mean, both of my parents are amazing, but I definitely got that from my dad, that that perseverance that, you know, right. you can be anything you want to be, but you need to work for it. And um, he didn't want me to give up. Mm-hmm. And so when he was gone, you know, I did take some time off. I took probably two years before I started wow. school again. So I got married, moved across country. Right, right. And then we, uh, you know, I finished school. I, I was 27 when I graduated wow. and started my career, you know, for the first time. So I was a little disheartened that I got kind of got a late start. But mm-hmm. like you said, God puts you in places and, yes. and puts you in situations that you need to be in at that time, whatever. I mean, or things happen for a reason, which I'm still, I'm still learning the reason behind that. But yeah. Um, and sometimes you, sometimes you don't understand. Right. And you have to like lean on something greater. Right. Like, you know, there is a master plan. Right. And sometimes we don't know. Right. And I look at sometimes I look at life like a house, mm-hmm. you know, you're wanting to build something. Yeah. And then sometimes the frame doesn't come the way you want it to. But you're right. like, but the blueprint. But I'm still getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. But the blueprint said this. So how come it's not turning out like this? Right. And sometimes you just have things that change and shift. So yeah, I mean, I still ultimately got to my goal. Right. You know, it took a little bit longer. But I and I started to think too, like, is this really going to happen for me? Because I've wanted to be a meteorologist since I was a little kid. I was the weather girl for my middle school. My oh my gosh. My dad was so excited for me because he was like, you can do this. Like, this is attainable. I mean, he was always uh, uplifting. My whole family's been that way. And so I was like, you know what? I have to push myself now because he's not here to push me. Mm. And I mean, thankfully, I was 20 when it happened. So I was an adult. You know, it didn't affect me like a child, you know, a child who's still developing. So I was, I mean, yes, I was young and immature probably, but I was still okay, like in my future, you know, going forward. So it didn't affect me in that sense. Like I didn't go 
off the rails or anything, mm-hmm. but it definitely took a toll because, you know, I wanted him there for my wedding. Yeah. I wanted him there for my graduation and if I have kids and, yeah. you know, so that's, that always sucks. <laughs> I would, yeah. I talk to him all the time. If wow. he's there, I don't know, but I feel like I know I'll see him again someday. So, oh, you will. Yeah. You will. And I think it, for me, cause I, I grew well, coming from, of course, a big family. Mm-hmm. I come from a big family and originally from Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. And then my dad was in the military. Right. And so I know you mentioned like your husband and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, being in the military, but um, my mom struggled with alcoholism. Oh, okay. And so I know what it's like to have to push, even though it's like, oh, right. this is not changing or this didn't yes. change, but I have to keep going. Right. And that's what you did. And it's almost like you have to be the mature one in a way like my god yeah and you're and you're like how did i get this responsibility and i I, i've heard the saying of god would never put on you more than what you can bear what you can handle and i I was like did you like just (laughs) from the beginning just say this is going to be your life it sucks but you're gonna have a story to tell right because nobody wakes up and thinks that when you're when you're a little girl that i'm gonna lose my dad yeah Let's start my journey of learning how to live without. Right, right. You but, know. you know, I think, obviously, he he was a good enough father to instill what I needed, you right. know, in me. So, I mean, yes, for a while, it was like I couldn't even talk about it. Wow. And I still never really got help over it. Like, I still kind of do want to go, like, talk to someone just right. before I have well, kids start or with anything. Us. <laughs> yeah. This is a therapeutic <laughs> session. Really, you know, like, but because I know that that's healthy, you is, know, and, and for my growth going forward. And I know it's been 11 years, so it doesn't matter. Long gone there. But, um, but I think it would be beneficial. But yeah, no, I'm just glad that I was able to push through. Right. And I know that he would be proud. So. Oh, he'd be so proud. Yeah. Because I look at, uh, I watch you on television. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she is just so beautiful and amazing. Thank and she you. puts on the best outfits. <laughs> like, and your hair's perfect. And like, you just present so well. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people, if I tell them that story, I mean, they're just like, whoa, I would have never I mean, it's a shocker that yeah, that's because, your story. Because I mean, I was there when it happened. Like, I saw him. Wow. So it was like not a good situation. And... Did you, you deal just, with depression? Not uh, clinically. I didn't ever get help. Like, right, right. You know, de- I never but was just on medicine. Sad, but lo- looking back, so so what happened was we that happened, um, and before we moved to Washington, we actually moved to Miami. Okay, um, where my husband was a recruiter, mm-hmm. and it was only like a few years or a couple years. Um, but I didn't know anybody there. It was only four hours from my hometown. But I felt alone when he was at work and school had already started, you know, and we moved there in October. So I wasn't enrolled in school yet. Right. Um, I wasn't working yet. So Mm -hmm. I was literally just sitting alone in the house with my thoughts, you know? Wow. And so I would have never done any, any stuff or anything like that because for one, like I love my life and for two kind of, I would be afraid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't like pain. Right. But, um, but not, that's not the main reason. The main reason is because I do love my life and I know that I was going to achieve something great, but I just was kind of, I would tell myself I'm okay, you know, because I've just, I'm not that kind of person to be sad and right. I don't know. I feel like I'm just a happy-go-lucky kind of person. Right. But now looking back at that time, when like hindsight's twenty twenty, I was totally depressed. Like, and you think about it, I think the biggest thing for me, because I went through some tragedy in life, and mm-hmm. you know what it is, Jordan? Mm-hmm. It is okay not to be okay. Right. But I, I think, think maybe I didn't realize that. You didn't realize. And, and I think it's because we're just wanting to be okay. Yes. And we just want to. It's not, it's not even so much, it's. Not even so much fear, but it's just like, you know, I don't want people to be in on that side of who I am and know that about me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm okay. 
Yes, and it's exactly. like we put this mask, even though what you said, I was dealing probably with depression. Oh, oh definitely. And I probably could have benefited from talking to someone or right. going to a doctor and maybe getting meds. I don't know. But I'm kind of glad that I was able to just do it on my own. Right. But I don't think that it's bad to go and get no, help because right. some people can't get out of that. And yeah. I was just so lucky that I that I was able to. But like I said, I still do want to talk to someone. Right. You right. know, so that day And there's come. nothing wrong with that because I, I think, think at so, the end of the yeah. day, I think people, I've, I was told like counseling doesn't do anything. Oh, really? Oh, God. I mean, that was like a, like, no, no, no. And I look back wow. over my mother and the things that she went through. Right. Suffering with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get past certain pain. You know, she was violated as a child. Okay. And so, you know, she just stuffed and stuffed Sad. and stuffed and stuffed. And then you have these outbursts. Exactly. And that's what I don't want to happen to Right. Me. And it's, and I, I, oh, I look back, I go, mom, if you just would have felt comfortable and Aww. safe to say something. And a lot of times, not getting emotional, but a lot of yeah. times, even as a child, she would talk to me about it. Oh, wow. And she felt safe to talk to me, even though I wish she would have climbed up right. instead of reached down. Because then it caused me to have to deal with certain things. That and you shouldn't you, have even known about yet, exactly. probably. Exactly. And Aww. so there were things that I knew about my, my parents' marriage or right. things that were painful of her childhood. And I and I would say to her, at like, you know, 13, 14, mm-hmm. mom, you should talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. The responsibility that you don't want to carry, but yeah. it just, you assume it. And I look back and I'm like, man, she could have gotten so much further. I see. If she would have just so reached out. Yeah. So for you, do not, it doesn't matter if you're 50 or 70 or 90, yeah. the moment you feel safe, yeah. that's like today. Hey, yeah, <laughs> you know, but I do. I've, I've kind of come to that point where, you know, I, I don't want to shout it from the rooftop, no. but I don't mind, you know, talking about it to someone or especially if we are talking about suicide prevention because yes. in the news it's coming up. I don't mind being like, listen, I've dealt with that too. And look, you can pa- you can get through this. You can yes. move past it. Right. And so if, if my story helps people, that's great. I know it will because there's a lot. I've, I've known people that have struggled with suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. or not feeling like they're good. And I can only imagine, I've got, you know, of course, your father just right. with losing something. We were something. so close too. And that's, wow. I think that's what made it the hardest you know like if we didn't have a relationship it'd probably be, That'd be like different. well that's sad but do I you didn't. look like your dad i do oh I like, well it's funny i look like both of my parents and i don't have like a current picture but i have certain features now that i've gotten older i look more like my mom okay but when i was younger and still i think my nose and uh, my chin are very right. much my dad so now <laughs> when you think of your father um does it still bring out the sadness or do you feel like you know what i know you said he's proud but do you feel yeah. like you know what Yes. I Yeah, I don't really think about... Now, certain songs might strike up right. a feeling of sadness. A trigger or something. Yeah, I yeah. might get a trigger here and there. But generally, when I think of him now, I think about, like, I just miss him and, like, right. just happiness. Right. But initially, of course, it was just tears every time I couldn't and that's that's one thing that I would do is I would I would start to think about him and I would just go stop 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 and I would I would wow. literally push it push it push it push it away wow. and that's how I dealt with it for so long and it, and it worked for me and I'm not saying that that's what you should right, do because I don't right. think that that's healthy but I was able to get that was how I was able to stop crying when I needed to stop crying or push through like just stop I can, I'll think about it later, you know? Wow. And, um, but I don't, I don't think that's healthy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't recommend that necessarily because some people can't handle that, but I was lucky enough to be able to. And it's okay to cry. Still handle that. And oh, behind closed doors or in a car. Oh my gosh. The car gets me all the time. Certain songs come on and I'll still do it and I'll just lose it. And and like, (laughs) like that kind of crying. Like I could even cry right now. Oh gosh. So. It's okay. Yeah. It's just. It sucks, <laughs> but I mean, you know, 
you get through it. Right. And if you can't get through it, get help. And obviously, it's been 11 years. I mean, I'll always miss my dad, but I, you know, getting professional help is definitely something that people should do right. if they're dealing with something. So. Can I tell you, and I'm reaching for your hand, <laughs> thank you for feeling safe to talk. Well, thank because you. Because there's so many people, Jordan, that drive up and down the freeways and they don't know how to process it Mm -hmm. and you doing this now is like a fresh start for you Mm -hmm. just having this moment and breathing and saying it's okay hey life happens yeah and you know you had no control over that right and I think that sometimes for people it's like if I could have controlled that Mm -hmm. if I could have changed that and I and you said that what if world right you just can't live there you can't no and so having that moment even now for you, that's the start of healing. Yeah. I, and now i got to take my jacket off and get hot. <laughs> oh, Lord. The you crying know. is bringing out the heat. I know. Here. It's okay. like, but thank you because oh, yeah, I know so many people are going to be like, wow, that was real. That Yeah. And, I mean, if if anyone needs to reach out, right. you know, I, I can help in, in any way that I can. I mean, I don't – see, and that's the thing. Like, I didn't get the help necessarily. So. Right. It's it's hard for me to say, okay, well, how did you deal with it? And that's how I dealt with it, but I don't necessarily recommend just right. pushing but that it, was pushing your, it. But, but listen, that was but that was your way. way. Right, right. And your way got you through it. That's true. Somebody else may be like, I cried and cried and cried and mm-hmm. cried, and now I'm on the other side of it. So everybody has their way of doing it, and mm-hmm. I don't think people need to judge that. Right. It's just a perspective. It's a, it's how you got through well, it. Well, and like that's how it was at the very beginning. All I did was cry. So that's why eventually when thoughts would pop up, I would just say, stop. Like, right. I don't want to cry anymore. Like, like, I was trying to be hard on myself right. when I probably didn't need to be. But no. I just wanted to get through it. I wanted to stop feeling that way, but I just knew that grief takes time. It does take time. So I'm just glad that I was able to get through it, and I'm in my dream career. See? And And you kept going. In my dream market. I mean, my husband and I absolutely fell in love with Seattle. We were here from 2010 to 2015. Okay. I interned at Como. Um, My first job was in Tri-Cities. You know, went to UW, Tacoma. So Yeah, Tri-Cities. And Jordan Steele also. Yes. That was one of his first jobs. And that was great, you know. And then we moved to Charleston, and now we're back. And just the fact that I'm back in a matter of – I graduated four years ago. Wow. So I made it to this market in four years, and I am – just so grateful. Wow. You know. You are the face now <laughs> for you need to keep going. Don't right. ever give up. Don't. I mean, because. And there were thought, times that I thought that I might not right. be able to push through. Right. Like, I'm like, am I actually going to do this? Right. And I was like, you know what? This is what I've always wanted to do. Why stop now? Mm-hmm. And so. look at you today. It's wow. exciting. And uh, I'm still in school. <laughs> I'm like, can I and just that's be okay. done? <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. You know, because you're, you know, I mean, I, I look at like, I'm a late bloomer. I'm 34. Okay. And I have a theater background. Okay. I've done lead roles in shows. I've sang. I've toured, do fun stuff. Right. And, but I always had a hiccup that would stop me. Mm. People would get in the way. Oh, I can't tell you. Like people <laughs> would get in the way. And of course I, I, I have this other part with the podcast where I talk about your inner circle. Mm-hmm. You know, your inner circle is really what re- helps push you. Okay. And everybody has those people that you can lean on right. and reach from. Well, there were, I was leaning on people and they would fall down with me. And so I couldn't seem to get above. And so I think, you know, hearing just your story, it's like, wow, that's so inspirational because even though it's suicide that we've talked about, but 
somehow you just kept going. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 34, right. launch a podcast, featured on shows, and I'm yeah. just like, oh my God. So it's, it's never too happening. late. It's finally happening. Right. You're in your dream career. So, right. gosh. I'm just, yeah, I'm just glad that it's... I mean, obviously, I'll always miss him. I'll always, right. you know, be sad about him not being around. Mm-hmm. But I am just so glad that I was able to get through that and that part of my life of being sad every day right. and having to push down my feelings. That is done. Wow. And it's been done for a few years, yeah, you know. Yeah. But now it's it's a little, e- you know, each year just get time heals. It, it does. It just gets a little easier every day. And right. so, you know, it does seem unbearable at first. Yeah. But you just got to keep one day at a time. One day at a time. Going, so. And that's what you do. Well, thank yeah, you so much. Of course. And people, you can watch her on King <laughs> 5 here in Seattle in the evenings. Um, Actually, mornings Mornings, now. mornings it was, now. Yeah, it was evenings. So it's Wednesday through Sunday mornings. Wow. Yeah. And she's amazing. Check out her outfits. Oh. Check out her tone. <laughs> she's awesome. And well, thank, thank you because you. you've helped like just fulfill a part of yeah. a dream of what I used to want to do. But... It's great to see. That's sit funny with that you. you wanted to go to UF because initially growing up I wanted to go to FSU because wow. they have a good weather program. See, but. and I, maybe we'll just find a tornado one day. There you go. And if you, maybe I'll just come on and do the weather and even if I mess up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just believe for sunshine in Seattle. We'll get it one day. Yes, you know, for so. sure. So, thank you well, thank so much. Well, thank you for letting me tell my story and thank yes. you guys all for listening. Yes, people will be inspired. Yes. Well, there you have it guys. Thank you so much and I look forward to our next episode. Have a great day.